Hello and welcome to episode 12 of the Writer's Room podcast. Um, we've taken a little break from doing the podcast just for me to concentrate on a few writing things after the launch of the course, um, which will launch again in June, but I'll, I'll talk more about that later. Um, and today we're going to talk about location. Might not seem like a, a topic that will entice you to listen to the podcast talking about picking a location, but it's actually one that I think that if you really deeply consider, you'll find that it actually adds something quite considerable to your scene. So when you write a scene, you write a chapter, and you've got some characters in that chapter, you then need to decide what the location's going to be, and it's a bit of a cliché to pick a coffee shop or a cafe, and of course you want to avoid clichés like the plague, um, that irony was intentional. Um, and and you want to pick somewhere that's perhaps not as usual. In my uh, second book of the Edward King series, my editor came back and said, right, the first book, you've already had an exorcism taking place in a bedroom, doing it. Make this exorcism scene better. Make it more exciting. So I changed the exorcism. So it took place on a helicopter. So to have an exorcism on a helicopter, that instantly heightened the tension and made it far more risky and far more worrying. So, you want to perhaps think about somewhere other than a coffee shop, but still somewhere where they could use their hands, somewhere where they're having to do something. Because then in that scene, you can use show, don't tell. So you don't tell us that they're, they're nervous, you show us that they're fidgeting with something within that scene. For example, what if instead of at a coffee shop having a coffee, they're playing tennis, down at the tennis court playing tennis. You could talk about the way that they perhaps twiddle the racket in their hand the way that they they normally play really well but then they completely sky a ball and watch it go the way they refuse to go get that ball and make the other person does it what does that tell us about the character instantly there are loads of things in that scene that you can use to tell us about the character and the tension and the conflict within that scene um that, that's different than the cliched coffee shop um it's better than saying I'm not happy to someone over a coffee is to whack a ball across a tennis court at their face. <laughs> you know, as as an example, um, each each senior right should be should have conflict. So why not think about picking a location that has some kind of conflict in it? If a couple need to talk about um, something going on in their lives, perhaps instead of doing it in the living room, do it in the bedroom somewhere where they make love and imagine that the the thing they're talking about is a bad sex life and then that that bed is in the background and it's a constant reminder as to what it is that's that's troubling them um try and think about maybe there's some kind of subtext in the place maybe they um they really want to have kids but they can't have kids and as they talk about it they walk past a playground that's adding a whole load of subtext that's adding more to the conflict of the scene um, so there's some things to think about with the location. Um, so adding some subtext and tr trying to take it away from a cliched space. Um, often, instead of using dialogue, you can use objects within that scene, as I've kind of touched on as well. Um, what 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 is it that you want to get across, and how can you use the location they're in to get that across rather than hitting on the nose? So that was about location. Um, tune in next time where we're going to talk about that one that many of you want to know about, many of you ask questions about, and a lot of people struggle to get right. Dialogue.
See you next Sunday.